0: Welcome back to the Football Unfocused Podcast, rated five stars on Apple Podcasts, but we don't have any reviews to read because we read them all last time. Mm -hmm. Joining me today, my co-host, Lavelle Harris. Hello. And this week, we have a special guest with our very own Tanner Frost.
1: Hello, hello. I just want to say, I will leave a review, but based on my experience here today, it may be positive or negative, so show me a good time, please. We always have a good time here on our podcast, Tanner. Oh, I believe you, but if today's an off day... I'm just saying you could Do be a three, two star. I don't think yeah. Maybe I have even off a one days. if I if I really did not enjoy yeah, myself. Yeah, we don't have
2: off days. We're the best. That's true. Guys.
1: Mr. Mr. Like Consistency and Mr. Consistency number two here in the room. I'm number you, one. You guys <laughs> can hash it out who's just number two either. or one. Yeah, there you go.
0: Anyways, we'll give Tanner a little introduction. He's a junior digi major here at BV. He's the host of award-winning shows here at KBVU, such as Sports on the Edge and the Friday Afternoon Club, which he hosts with our football coaches as well. And he won first place for radio shows of all colleges for sports on the edge, and I believe second for the Friday Afternoon Club.
1: Yes, going for the clean sweep this year when I introduce show number three, football and focused. You're submitting this episode. Oh. Ooh. it's a different category. We'll, we will. You guys can sweep the podcast, though.
0: Oh, that's the hope. You, it's you versus here. the Braden
1: and Collin show. It's a tough matchup.
0: That is a tough matchup. Braden and Collin, they got a good show over here. Really? And we got the score check coming in with this Daniel. This is true. The score check. Dominic they're coming Cox up a little Daniel. later than the rest of us, but they're coming in hot. Coming in hot, but we're pretty good right here. Pretty
1: good. <laughs> You're hitting your prime. You're full stride right now.
0: Absolutely. And with that, Lavelle, would you like to start off with
2: your NFL team? Yes. I will start off with my NFL team. We did play the Steelers, which is Tanner's team.
1: Yes, and who won that game?
2: Um The Steelers did win the game. Excellent. 24-17. Alright, let's talk about a new game. That's <laughs> all we need. <laughs> That's nah, all yeah. he needed. Nah, with Rivers having an eh, alright game. 26 for 44 passing. 320 yards. Two touchdowns and one interception. Both those touchdowns going to Hunter Henry with eight receptions 100 yards. And two touchdowns. With It was a bad game for us. We have to bounce back. Have a lot of injuries. Hopefully we could not lose to the Steelers ever again. They're not a good team at all. I have a third string starting right now, but hey, James Conner went off in that game for 16 carries, 41 yards, and a touchdown. Also with seven receptions, 78 yards, and a touchdown. So, good game for the Steelers, bad game for us.
0: Seems like every game for you guys has been bad lately, though. So
2: Lately, yeah, dealing with injuries and other stuff, but we'll get it together by the end of the season.
1: Yeah, I'm really looking forward to the Devon, Delvin Hodges show. I was Mason Rudolph as you guys know practically died on the field a couple of weeks ago. That was a scary situation. That but Dellon Hodges Picks up a big win and that was pretty impressive. He played pretty well, 15 for 20, 132 yards. GM or uh, kept him a little little down low. Obviously, you don't want the guy to expose his true talent just yet, but he he played quietly played pretty well. I could talk about it. James Conner had a pretty good game. Hodges also was 1 for 1 TD interception ratio, but my highlight of the game, well not highlight, but my takeaway was the game and Lavelle, I want to hear your your Thoughts on this. What happened with Phillip Rivers and Mike Hilton? Why was Philip Rivers being all Phillip Rivers? Uh, you know, he was this guy was Phillip, steaming. You could see the steam coming yeah, out of his ears. Philip
2: is just he's a fiery guy. He, he likes, is a
1: fiery man. He
2: likes to win. He hates losing and when he threw that pick it just probably did not make it right. And they were trying to return it for a touchdown, knowing the game's over. So just rubbed him the wrong way, and Philip is not like that. He will go in your face no matter what.
1: Quick discussion question for you guys. Who's the fieriest quarterback in the NFL, Phillip Rivers or Kirk Cousins? That's oh. probably my two front runners.
2: Philip Rivers, easily. I, I
1: don't, don't know. Mean, Kirk Cousins can give yeah, a speech. Kirk
0: Cousins.
2: He got – we had one fiery, like, moment. That Do you had, like that? Yeah. That Are you, that you talking about that moment? Runners, like that. That, that one's pretty yes. good.
0: Iconic, though. That is iconic. Rivers
2: has moments every game that – if you don't watch the Chargers, you don't know, but I watch the Chargers all the time. He's always yelling at the refs, either yelling at the other team, telling them he scored, they scored a touchdown. He's fi- He's a fiery guy. I think he's he he in is. the NFL.
0: I mean, he's coming from behind a lot of the time, so he's able to trash talk that a yeah. little bit more.
1: I do like how Lavelle mentioned, if we're going to just bash on the Chargers right now, I like how Lavelle mentions that if you watch Chargers games, but if you're not a Chargers fan, why ain't... God's name! When you watch a Chargers game, because I mean, they could be
2: playing your. There were more team. Steelers. Fans exactly. At Aside that game. from,
1: but you're not watching a Chargers game. I wasn't watching a Chargers you game you on Sunday. You. I was watching a Steelers game. Who Chargers happened to be playing game. the Chargers? Who I forgot had even existed.
2: Oh my <laughs> oh. god! They're gonna know when we win the Super Bowl this year. Oh. Just saying. Oh. Just, just right. say. we oh, oh, are right. in a low right. spot right now, but we gonna get there. We better we pull this away back from you strong, the year's strong, so it's okay. We better pull this away. This is
1: on record, just so you know. On record. I cannot take it
2: back. I call this beginning of the season, <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Well, As he we'll says, move. every season.
1: Just every season, yeah. I have, I have, I
0: have we'll move on to the Niners now so we can stop dissing Lavelle's team, and we can talk about a really good team, mm. the 49ers, who are still undefeated, 5-0 after beating the Los Angeles Rams 20-7. to Jimmy Garoppolo, 24 for 33, 243 yards, one interception, and a rushing touchdown, so we got to see Jimmy G spike part two. The Rams were 0-9 on third down, 0-4 on fourth down, and averaged 3.1 yards per play.
2: Are we just going to say, every team that plays the Niners just has a bad game. I guess the Niners, I don't think they're a good team, because look at your quarterback. What is he doing? He has not made, he's not throwing touchdowns. He's throwing, probably getting QB sneaks, so I don't know how you guys are winning games. I mean,
1: it's interesting, because I would, if you want to make a quarterback tier list in the NFL, I would quietly put Jimmy G in like that average bracket. He's not a, he's definitely not a he's not going to win you that many games, but he probably won't lose you many games like, either. Like I think it. he just he shows up and he does his job. So I don't think you can really like pin it on Jimmy G. I just think he's got a good core of players around him that are I mean Andy's your as, as a, as a, system. your fan favorite George Kittle. George Kittle. Stepping George up. Kittle. Having a, having just resuming from what he was doing last year basically.
2: Westy's uh, new name, nickname is George Little. Over on the practice fields, that. yes. Why
1: is he named George Little for the fans at home?
2: Because he's 5'2", and he's really short. 5'5". 5'5".
0: 5'6", on a good day. Oh,
1: What's a good day?
0: When, when I are, wear
2: shoes with a little bit of air in them. Oh, Wrong.
1: Uh, every day is every day's a good day. Not for him. That's the real answer. <laughs> That's
0: the
2: real answer. <laughs> but, hey, Niners are undefeated. Absolutely.
0: The, and our um, running back core is great. That's why he doesn't have to throw touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Four running backs who can score touchdowns. I mean, Matt Breida, he had that 83-yarder last week that we talked about. Burners.
1: Yes. What did he clock? 22 miles an hour last week? 22, yeah. It's pretty crazy. Matt Breida's got some wheels.
0: Really Uh, does. uh, and Good
2: defense.
0: Yeah. Defense holding together. That D-line is five first-round draft picks of D-linemen. D-ford, Nick Bosa, DeForest Buckner, Salma Thomas. So good. Dang. So good.
2: Wish we had that.
0: (laughs) If we could have that at kind a of D3 college, we can't have that kind of nice things.
2: Nah, it's okay.
0: But, tank for two-a-bowl. I'd like to talk to this. Tanner, have you heard that name for the Dolphins-Redskins? Game? I saw,
1: oh yes, I, not only did I see the name, but I saw a fantastic picture on, I, th- I believe it was NFL Memes' Twitter, where it was two World War II Panzer tanks dressed up like the Dolphins, like all like light blue, blue and and then our our Redskins won. It was tankable, and they were crashing into each other. Yeah, I saw that. Which was a perfect, I mean, set up for the game that did not disappoint in how utterly poor it was. And And the the ending ending just – the ending was – you could not write up a better script for a bad game of football.
2: You know what team wanted to and It showed at the end of the game when they went for two, and who was it, Kenny Drake said – we want to. Uh, I'm a drop catch this pass. It. Just dropped it. Just dropped it on two wrong version. Probably I drafted that
1: more. man. a fantasy team. But I dropped it. But oh, smart. I ball. dropped him just as he dropped that ball. Yeah, exactly.
0: Oh. I was just about to say that That's too.
2: But, but Case Keenum had a good game with 13 for 25, 166 yards and two touchdowns, both to a new wide receiver we have not heard of or have said on. He's a rookie this, this year. Terry, I think it's McLaren. Four receptions, 100 yards, two touchdowns. So the young guys coming out. He's been
0: very good for the Redskins. Going a little bit under the radar, too. He's been there in fantasy. I've heard his name thrown around a couple times. I believe Coach B has him on his team. Picked him up, put him on the bench real quick.
2: Coach B is just keeping the guys under radar, not even telling us, but whatever. But they did bench Josh, Miami, Miami Dolphins, bench Josh Rosen. I think coming out of halftime. And started Fitzpatrick, second half, 12 for 18, 132 yards, and a touchdown. Fitz
0: magic, baby. It's all you need. Put up a 14-point comeback in that fourth quarter. And then, of course, that pass over to Kenyon Drake for the two-point conversion.
2: Ended up losing the game, but, eh, hey, they want Tua that bad.
0: They lost the game, but they won the tank for Tua Bowl.
2: So, it's a win in there.
0: It box. was a
1: win-win scenario for the Dolphins.
0: Absolutely. Win-win for each team. Well, the Redskins didn't want to win that game. They want Tua.
1: Everyone and, wants unless toilet.
0: they really want to build off Dwayne Haskins, who know. they have not seen much of this season yet,
2: I think they're gonna wait like a little bit, wait till next year to start him. I feel like trying to give him more experience. Case Keenum, Colt McCoy, they're gonna stick with those two.
1: Oh, Colt McCoy! Now that's a talent that didn't work out
2: at all. From Texas, we yes. see too many. Yeah, national.
1: Though. Yeah, Colt oh. McCoy is—he's an All-American footballer. I'll tell you that. See too many of those
2: nowadays. From college, they all stars superstars, and they go to the NFL. Eh, nobody. Just like Josh Rosen, RG three.
1: To be fair, to be fair to Josh Rosen, he's had a rough go of it in the NFL so far. He has really not been helped out whatsoever by any team that he's been yeah, a part he's been of. On it, the Cardinals. He's been thrown under the bus a lot, and he hasn't like he is not like he's played that well. Yeah, but the Cardinals up. blamed a lot of bad stuff on him last season, and the Cardinals had a terrible season last season.
0: They just wanted Kyler Murray. They saw him at the beginning of their season. they like, "Oh crap, we got to get rid of this QB."
2: <laughs> they drafted him. They wasted a draft pick on him. I think so. that's the
0: third one I believe that they've drafted a quarterback in. That's bad.
1: I mean, hindsight is twenty twenty, but you got to feel bad for Josh Rosen. Absolutely. Like-
0: I mean, if Dolphins get enough first round picks this year, I mean, and if they don't get Tua, and they for some reason, some odd reason, they get number one overall. And they don't go with Tua, and they get like Jerry Judy maybe, just for some reason, if he's eligible for the draft. I believe
2: he is. he is. Yeah,
0: he is. But for some reason, they go Jerry Judy instead. That'll be a nice weapon for Josh Rosen to have, and he can build around that in Miami. So,
2: What if Tua doesn't de- – is he a senior this year, Tua? What if he doesn't declare for a draft?
1: He will. I, I think that's a pretty safe bet in yeah. Vegas that he will do that. Uh, wouldn't you? Guaranteed money.
2: But some people want their education. Trevor Lawrence might stay all four years. He could go to draft. He's a young guy, though, so.
1: I mean, but he just won a natty. Wouldn't you want a 3 Pete? Yeah. Four-peat, which they have a legitimate chance of doing.
2: Exactly. is looking good this year. Alabama's looking good this year. Special oh. guest
1: Ali Taylor at some point. Talk about Ooh. LSU.
0: Oh, he um, would. Oh, we would be here all LSU, night brother. to talk about LSU with but, him.
2: <laughs> we got to move on. Texas well, versus
0: Chiefs. Texas versus Chiefs.
2: Watson, Watson Mahomes. playing Mahomes, I felt like. I felt like he outplayed Mahomes, not in the pass game, but in the running game. Because Watson was, what, 30, 42, 280 yards and a touchdown with two interceptions. But he had 10 carries, 42 yards, and two touchdowns. So.
0: And he got that game winner, too, on that final drive.
2: Juked out juked out the Chiefs linebacker for the touchdown, falls in the end zone.
0: Nice reach across as well.
2: It was It was a good game. We watched that game. We always do watch multiple games every Sunday.
0: We don't get to as much because the sad Reddit NFL streams was taken down. Rest in peace.
2: It hurts.
1: I'm still fine. (laughs) Really? You get them? No, I don't.
2: I don't watch illegal streams. (laughs) Maybe after the show you can show us if you still get them.
1: I don't
0: get them. If you watch illegal streams. Yeah, because
1: we don't do that at all. We've no, just man, heard that it's been down. It's illegal for a reason.
0: <laughs> yeah, gosh. Guys, Jeez,
1: why would they do that?
2: Carlos Hyde had a good game. 23 carries, 116 yards, and a touchdown. Mahomes, he had a good good throwing. Threw for three touchdowns, 19 for 35, 273 yards, and an interception. Tyreek Hill came back. First game back. First game back, only five receptions, but 80 yards, two touchdowns. First play I came back, saw him jumping over – Defenders and then diving in the end zone for a touchdown. It was incredible play. Loved he's, it. He's
0: going pretty hard off coming off a broken clavicle. So yeah, it's nice to see that.
2: It would hurt kinda hurt me because I kinda traded him away from my fantasy team and we're not doing so hot there. So. Yeah,
0: we'll talk about how bad your fantasy team is oh. later, Lavelle. Don't worry. Don't worry. And our final game we got, quick one, Monday night football, Packers versus Lions. 23-22 is that final score going in favor of the Packers. Rodgers, 24 for 39, 283 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Alan Lazard from Iowa State having a nice game. Lazard. Lazard. Excuse me. I'm very bad with pronunciation sometimes. Lazard, great game out of him as a rookie. Love to see that. They won off a field goal as time expired.
2: Mason Crosby, Lambo leaped in. Lambo leap. He did the Lambo leap after the game. And it was just, they really were beating his chest in.
0: Tanner's shaking his head
1: over here. Tanner, what would you like to put your input so in? So much beef with this game last <laughs> night. The Packers were handed the game. And I That's don't what mind the everyone's saying. Have you not watched?
2: But I seen a picture of what was it, Trey Flowers? Trey, Trey Flowers. One of his hands to the face was it was, was getting there. It was on in a the f- face, but it was kinda in the No, it wasn't
1: though. Bit. watch the replay? He never touches yeah, David one, Bakhtiari's I saw face. There was
0: a different one that was up higher. Yeah. No, he had two against him. No, he had
1: him, he had him right here. Yeah, that's where he, he had, had him. He and by right both. here, I mean he had him by the pad neck yeah, the collar, pad, basically. Neck collar. He, he never he up. never touched David Bakhtiari's face for the people who are may uninformed of what happened last night. There was a third and about eight uh, as the Packers are driving around the 25-yard line. Rodgers throws to the end zone incomplete. So it's going to be fourth down. And the Lions, as we know – are led by fourth quarter extraordinaire Matt Stafford, game winner. Of course, he is. He he's is one of the best game winning drivers in NFL history. As weird as that sounds to say, Matt Stafford is that he's good at something. He, yeah. absolutely. Under the radar. But he, he would have had a, a minute thirty to drive down the field and kick a field goal, and then the Lions would win the game. They only had to go roughly fifty, sixty yards. But the the illegal hands to the face on Trey Flowers, who first off has never an illegal hands-to-the-face call ever before in his career. He had two last night. The one decide, literally decided the game and set up a chip shot for uh, Mason Crosby. But look, if you watch the replay, and I encourage you to because you guys like, – yeah. I'm not saying it's like set in stone, yeah. but I'm telling you, he never we, yeah, touched we, his we, face. I've watched the replay a couple times. He Booger.
0: right there on the
1: – Booger, Booger. McFarland even was said himself. vehemently saying – he was going after the officials, and if a guy like Booger will stand up for something that bad when they're kind of told hush hush not to not to disagree with official calls that much, it's a it's a real problem, and you know it's it's an actual issue because that that won them the game. And the Lions didn't get a chance to to go, and Trey Flowers did not touch it. In fact, David Bakhtiari actually had his hand on Trey Flowers' face mask during that exact same play. Exactly, the same So, play. if anything, I don't think it should have been called the other way, but in the in the vein that it was called, it could have. Yeah, it, I and I think it was a pathetic call that –
2: Offensive holding, they should have been called, they said. Offensive holding should have been called. On that same play? On the same play, they said. Mm, they holding. I don't – I'm I don't like, say like, think Same guy so. or different guy? I think it was a different guy. But they said offense holding. That that's what everyone thought, it was offensive holding. And then uh, they called it hands to the face because I was surprised. I did not see a hands to the face No, Because
1: there wasn't. David, like I said, David Bakhtiari put his hands on Flowers' face yeah. mask, but not the other way around. He had him, and, and the guy that threw the flag was behind him, and he had his cross hand going like this, and the referee's yeah. uh, looking through. The angle, basically, and he sees him pushing up on Flowers pushing up on Bactiari's shoulder pads, but I understand it looks like that, but you you have to get that call right because it literally gave the Packers the game, and the Packers still could have won, obviously, but the Lions, like we know, again led by Matt Stafford, who is well known for being a very good game winning driver. Just has to set his team up for a field goal. Matt Trader
0: was doing very well that night. Yeah, so he and I would, would most likely have made yeah, that like, field goal. I, field
1: goals. I, I think it'd be a safe bet to say again to the people in Vegas that if the, the Lions would have gotten the ball back with that minute 30 or so left, the Lions would have had a 70% chance of winning that game. Yeah. And of course, it goes 99% pack, chance to the Packers based on that call. That's just my opinion.
2: It, it, all over Twitter. Packers, yeah. the, Calvin Johnson even everyone, weighed into that. Everyone said that the refs. Deion ended Sanders
1: Packers went game. off about it on Twitter. So I mean, that's is. a that's a gentleman of the game and an all star legend. Yeah,
2: but the game can't change it because no one can go back and just go back in time and change the game. But Packers did end up winning that game, and we're
0: getting a little unfocused again as we usually do. We're,
2: <laughs> I, I believe,
0: eighteen and a half minutes now, just from NFL football.
2: Hey, we could talk here all day about NFL. That's true.
0: We really could. So we're going to move on to college. My Iowa Hawkeyes took on Penn State at home. The brand-new unis coming out. I like to see those brand-new this year. The full yellows with the black tiger streaks up on the shoulder pads. Love those uniforms very much. But they do suffer a loss to Penn State, and it was a rough game for them. It was very sad to see. Nate Stanley, 25 for 43, 286 yards, one touchdown. One interception and one fumble, which was recovered by the Hawkeyes, thankfully. Iowa had three fumbles that entire game, including that Nate Stanley. And of course, his one interception. But they only had 70 yards rushing compared to Penn State's 117 yards rushing. 177, excuse me. 117 passing from Sean Clifford, who was 12 for 24. Had that 117, one touchdown, 52 yards rushing on 16 attempts. So he had some good runs. Second leading rusher on the team after that game,
2: mm.
0: <clears throat> and their first leading rusher was Noah Kane, 102 yards on 22 attempts, touchdown.
2: So Iowa, not looking very hot. From four and two, four and zero start. How are they? Huh.
0: Four and two, zero and two in the conference.
2: And after that win, Penn State moves to what? Number seven, I believe. Yeah, number seven, right behind Wisconsin and Ohio State. So they're close. They what? can win the. Wait, they win their conference? Close to winning. They still play Ohio State and Wisconsin, don't they?
1: Uh, I believe so, yes. So,
2: Penn State looking very good right now.
1: One could say Iowa looks a little unfocused.
0: Yeah, we've had some rough times there at the O-line position. One of my buddies who came in during the Maryland, no, Maryland-Ohio game, I believe is what it was. And he suffered a broken foot. He had surgery on that. I believe week four it was. So they're down to their third-string right guard now at Iowa. So they're having a little struggles there on the O-line. So you know we got to work through it. That's one of the things he had to do. Niners had some rough, had some injuries on their O-line too. We worked through it. We won against the Rams. It's fine. We're still five and zero. Anybody can come back from it. Yeah, but. but I mean that's how it goes sometimes in college football. It's a little unpredictable, and the last two teams they've played with their two losses are ranked in the top twenty-five still. So that's good. And Iowa ranked twenty-three now after that loss. Hey, still top twenty-five. Yeah. I'm okay with it.
2: You're okay with it, but we did have a game this fi- what, past weekend against yep, Coe, Saturday. and it was a tough game. We were in it since the final final drive. And um, we lost 27-13, Reyes-Laura, 16 for 32, 120 passing yards and a touchdown. Tanner Frost, which is, he is here, 14 I am here. total tackles. Hello. For solo. And Quentin White, 23 for 37, 238 yards and two touchdowns. It was a good game. Defense played well. I feel like defense played well. Um, offense, we were struggling a little bit, but we'll get it together. And we just got Move on, get better. Going into Central this week at home, 1 o'clock.
0: And since we have Tanner here, Tanner, would you like to go over your insight from the co-game since you were one of our starting players and played a lot in that game?
1: Yeah, I actually didn't come out of the game. Uh, A little banged up. That's okay because it's fun. It was a very fun game on defense. I mean, despite the scoreline, we had quite a few... Fourth down stops. That was obviously incredibly exciting. It was huge. Uh, yeah, it was absolutely huge. It was, it was an electric atmosphere, especially being away from home, which is fantastic. Our sideline was rather pumped up on the day, which is of course we needed it because, as we know, we're not terribly big fans of Co, not terribly big fans of any other team in the conference. As of course we are Buena Vista Beavers, yes. but the defense I think stepped up and and despite giving up twenty eight points that were. Almost all in our own accord, and I say that because we were put in bad field position twice. It's hard to – it is I – mean, as much as we should stop them in these situations, it is hard to stop an offense, especially one as good and prolific as Coe's, when we start our own 40-yard line. It is tough to defend like that, and I'm not discrediting anybody, but I'm saying we, we were put in some bad I'm, – I'm, the scoreline is not probably as indicative as – the game turned out to be, like I said, we had a lot of really good stops. There were two long drives, the first of the game and the last of the game that lasted about 14 plays for Coe to finally reach the end zone. And those were the, the nails in the coffin. We got tired. We we showed a bit of our lack of depth, which has been a problem all year. Um it's not that we it's not that we have a lack of depth but when we get past a lot of our starters and aside from guys that are first year starters we reach those first years who are nothing against you guys and you you appear a lot and you've done a great job so far this year but when it's just the fact that you're not accustomed to the college game so far you haven't gone through an off season program like you will when we when we really hit it come late November when the season will wrap up and things like that. You know, it's just getting that experience. But a lot of freshmen have stepped up, Lavelle including. Westy having a good year so far. Obviously very much enjoying it, as we can tell. Very fun <laughs> program to be a part of, of course. But I think this weekend is going to be a big bounce back for us. We definitely do not like Central. saying that, Just keeping on the theme of not liking American Rivers Conference teams aside from us, Central is probably up there for number one. It's always fun playing Central on Storm, like as we know the last time we did that. Well, we came away with a big double overtime victory. So looking to do more of the same, hopefully in regulation this time. I,
2: I feel like we could win this week. Absolutely, we, we can win great. every game from here on. Out. I feel like we get every game. We have a great game plan. We get a couple. We have an offense help out a little bit. We get our stops. We mm-hmm. will definitely have a, yeah. a chance. To the win offense has struggled
1: time. a little bit, but, and we're obviously we're not throwing them under the bus. But yeah. once they get rolling, and like we talked about, uh, and uh, in, in our pregame types or in, in the start of the week, offense somehow just lights it up against co year in year out they they know how coach mo definitely knows how to game plan against co and our spread offense usually tears them apart so it's pretty fun yeah and i think offense is gonna have a good good week the co defense is pretty suspect in my opinion but their offense prolific it'll be a big stop so it might be a shootout hopefully we can make it a low scoring game on their side but looking forward to it of course again big game against central this weekend
0: Mainly the defense looking to stop that one main receiver, Hunter Robinson, for the Central Dutch. Actually, know Hunter a little bit. I'm actually friends with his girlfriend. Shout out to Sienna Hancock. Went to my school in my hometown.
1: You're above me. Interesting, because one of the receivers on the Central team, number 10, Tanner Schminke, is was a good friend of mine in high school because I played, he was my quarterback. My, we graduated together, so... I'm uh, Look well, forward to seeing. We have it again. all sorts of insider information. I know. Just, if so. We know, yeah. We, Smickey, we're coming. For I've you, heard. Right? I've <laughs> heard. If
0: you tell Hunter jokes from the sidelines, he might laugh at them, and then maybe that'll throw him off a little bit. That's the most I could get out well, of. That's her. a
1: job for Josh Gutierrez. I'll say that. We'll have perm- to see. We have Josh, to
0: see. I think he can do it. If not, I can always help him out. I'll be there. Get some dad jokes going. No, but Josh is God. the
1: clipboard is all I'm saying. He can. He has notes upon notes of oh, dad jokes. That's so. true. Excellent.
2: But. I think we can pull out, a Dub. This upcoming weekend, but some upsets. Some upset Georgia, number four. like we'll no likes to talk about this game to the week? Going against South Carolina, thinking, oh, maybe it could be easy, Dub, but you don't know. Conference games always hard. So it was an upset for South Carolina, twenty-one, one twenty to seventeen. Um, Georgia missed game time field goal wide right. Ryan Helinski, one hundred sixteen yards, one touchdown. Brian Edwards, six receptions, 78 yards, one touchdown, and um, South Carolina's defense stepping up with three interceptions, all by Israel. I'm sorry if I miss, mess up your name. It's Mukuma Mukumu.
0: He tried so hard to find a pronunciation Mukumu. of this.
1: Mukumu. That's my Mukumu. guess. That's his
0: know. Tanner's
2: guess. Hey, love I'm not name. even gonna
0: try because I have horrible luck with these kind of things. We
2: love the name, but congratulations! Three interceptions. On your That's win. crazy. Three interceptions. He's. We watched. The, I watched the highlights of the game because the game was going on during our game. We watched the highlights. He was getting those balls. It was crazy. But Georgia, tough luck. I called Georgia not making a top four. Didn't I say this? I believe you did. I did last say week this, on the podcast. You did mention it. New top ten now. Georgia's at number ten. Florida nine. Notre Dame eight. Penn State and Wisconsin, which we mentioned earlier, at seven and six. Oklahoma number five. I got Oklahoma going in. Ohio State, Clemson, and new number one and two LSU and Alabama. LSU is stepping up.
0: LSU is like. that number two spot. Alabama's up in that number. We watched
2: one. LSU game when we came back. Their defense is crazy.
1: Somewhat Very young good. too, surprisingly. Yeah. Their cornerbacks like are all
2: true freshmen, I believe. Two mm-hmm.
1: cornerbacks. They're, yeah, that's what we talked about. They had an All American cornerback move to safety because these new guys are so good that yeah. well, might as well have three of them on the field at the same time.
2: But Delpit still making plays at safety. That is their safety, and they are good. And they're coming for the playoff spot, but they do play Alabama. I think they do play Alabama in the upcoming weeks in conference play. But it'll be cool. It'll be good to see. I can't wait. Can't wait to watch that, actually.
0: And now for my favorite part of the show, fantasy football.
2: My not favorite part of the show.
0: Well, why is it not your favorite part of the show? Because
2: my team's not doing well. I called out my team. They not. They haven't stepped up yet. I don't know why. I've called them out. Kenny Galladay, you did not. Kenny Galladay and Aaron Rodgers did not help me out. I was down by 40 points. Needing 20 out of each of them did not help me out at all. But now I'm 1-5 in going into week 7, last in our league. Not looking good for playoffs at all. So, eh.
0: It's okay, Levo. I'm going to cry at huh? home. But it's okay because I lost two this week. It was a close one, you know, because I had Stephon Diggs on my bench. Mm. And Stefan Diggs happened to go off for, like, I don't know, 43.5 points, seven receptions, 167 yards, three touchdowns, all while sitting on my bench. Because most of the year, Kirk Cousins decided, nah, I'm going to stick with Adam Thielen the whole time. Stefan Diggs can just... Catch those quick out routes for, like, two yards for, like, once every quarter. But then against the Eagles, they decide, you know what, we'll throw every touchdown pass to him. Why not? Bro,
2: the Eagles' defense was not looking good that game at all. I think one play, there, I think they were supposed to be playing cover three. The corners thought and just let both Adam Thielen and Stephon Diggs wide open on streaks. And Kirk Cousins could have chose any of them, either one. And those are Stephon Diggs, Amazing catch on the sideline. And touchdown. Sorry, Westy, but glad you lost.
0: Yeah, hey, I'm looking good, though, still, 4-2. and two. I'm okay with it. I'm okay. We can still come back. I was ranked number two in the league. I don't know what I'm ranked now, but it should be okay still. And, you know, talking about that Eagles-Vikings game, we had that linebacker who was a former teammate of Kirk Cousins. We forgot to mention this back in our NFL segment. But they asked him about the game coming up and about Kirk Cousins. And he said that Kirk Cousins was probably the weakest point. Zach Brown. Zach, Zach Brown was who it was, yes. and he said Kirk Cousins was probably the weakest point of that Vikings offense.
1: Oh, former teammate Zach Brown. That's the, yeah, that's, the, the that's the that's the dagger too. He used they, to were be the they were teammates. That's that's a no no. And then, yeah. but continue as karma obviously yeah, showed was, its head. Kirk
0: Cousins goes off for four touchdowns, and he missed
2: seven passes, twenty-two for like. 29, and you know, three of them Stefan. Stephon. Diggs. It was a
0: big win over the Eagles as well, and just a day later, he gets released by the Eagles in favor of linebacker Jamie Collins.
2: Hey, that comment cost you your job, and
0: okay, we don't know the comment cost yeah. him his job. Probably, people have been saying he wasn't doing great the whole season. They were looking to drop either him or Collins. But that's one of those moments where life comes at you fast.
1: It was, it was rather funny because in his, there was a lot of post-game uh, interviews posted on uh, social media like Twitter and stuff of him being interviewed by the press, and they were all about Kirk Cousins. And he got rather upset with the reporters asking, Do, is there any other questions that are not about Kirk Cousins? He, was, he didn't want to hear any of it. He knew that he was about to get the smackdown.
0: Because he knew all that crap you talked before just blew up in his face,
2: and it blew up in his face the next day too. Because he's now a free agent, sitting at home. And I'm sorry about your job, but shouldn't have said it. Because he just told again, you. we
0: don't know if that's what cost him the job.
1: Pretty much, probably.
0: You know, We're getting some shaking heads around
1: the studio, but uh, it's but, probably the last straw. It didn't help for sure. No, it did it not help. Did no. not help at all. I do not disagree with
2: that. But other notable performances, Hunter Henry, no, my team, 30 points, eight receptions, 100 yards, two touchdowns we mentioned earlier. Hunter Henry coming off an injury. He did come off an injury and performed, as always. Now we just need Keenan, Mike Williams to all perform, and maybe we get a win next week, play Tennessee against Ryan Tannehill. I think we'll win.
0: And I have some starts and sits for this week. My Wait, big start. Do I not get to talk about my fantasy team? Oh, that's right. We, we'll let you talk about it. I later. took an L this week as well. It was, oh, it was a rough one. A, this is a
1: rough week. week for the podcast. It, it was a rough one for me especially because I was down nine points entering the Monday, or the Sunday night game. No one left to play on this, like, except for my man, Juju Smith-Schuster. <laughs> and I think, oh, he's got it. He'll, uh, give, he'll give me I ten points. I would not have thought that. He'll give me ten points. He got me 1.7. You must have
2: forgot who was on.
1: As much as I Casey Hayward. As as much as I Great love man. Juju and everyone loves Juju, I, it's hard. It, not it to hurt. That man. He broke my heart this week, and I, I can forgive him obviously, but for the sake of drama, I don't know if I can forgive him. <laughs> for the sake of drama, yeah. Also, uh, Russell Wilson and Chris Carson, they. <laughs> Well, Can't stop. They can keep going off for me if they would like to Russell, because these two are carrying me right said
0: now. This man is like
2: a must start for he, every. He said his helmet in one of the drives. In a touchdown drive, a touchdown mind, drive. mind
1: you. Drive. Touchdown drive.
2: His helmet, mic went out so he had no communication with the sideline. And. Called all his own plays and scored on that drive.
1: And it was at the beginning of the drive
0: that Helmet Mike went out and he called all the plays for the rest of the time.
1: That so, man's earning that paycheck. He Russell just got. Russell
0: Wilson
2: is literally—he's literally carrying the Seahawks on his back.
1: Well, he needs to because he's the highest-paid cornerback in NFL history. And that man. I mean, good. they gave him literally all the cash in the entire world, so, and he's—he's he's repaying them so far. And yeah, MVP
0: talks are already starting for nice. Russell Wilson. And he's living up to those expectations yes. very well.
2: Are the Seahawks 5-1 right now?
1: Mm, I believe so.
2: They're playing, he's playing phenomenal.
0: Chris Carson's also been playing Chris phenomenal. Carson's been playing good. Tyler Lockett's had some real good catches in the end because zone. Because of Russell Wilson, too, yeah, Of course.
2: But also, trades. Trades. Those do
0: affect fantasy because we keep forgetting about these. Jalen Ramsey just came out today. He's going to the Rams, folks. The Rams got rid of Marcus Peters, sent him to the Ravens for a linebacker, and then all the fans are like, oh, okay, they're starting to tank a little bit. And then, nope, Jalen Ramsey hops his little butt over to L.A. for...
2: The wrong L.A. team. He should have gone to the Chargers, and I was hoping to get the Florida State connection with Derwin James and Jalen Ramsey, but nope, not this year, I guess. It kind of hurts me.
0: So watch out, NFC West receivers your
2: division i saw an
1: excellent comment on reddit it was it was there all along jalen rams exactly we should have known it was coming it's in his name that's literally what the rams tweeted you can't spell can't spell ramsey without rams
2: that hurts
1: see there's the question now did the reddit comment steal that tweet or did tweet steal the reddit comment or did neither of them see each other at all should we launch an nfl investigation
0: oh my god! start a new podcast with (laughs) investigations Oh. You
1: have more than enough content.
0: Absolutely. That's all I'm saying. There's Bro. so many things you can investigate. Also,
1: speaking about starts and sits, I got some beef with you that with I with want to air publicly. Yeah, absolutely. I want to air it publicly. I want to get this out on the radio waves. Oh, Just so you know, when we get in, not not oh, seriously. I know what this yeah, is. Yeah, not now. not yep. not seriously here, but take everything Austin West is about to say about starts and sits with a grain of salt yeah. because yes. last week well, you this man went you know, on record to tell me I should this Most definitely, this was two weeks. Not ago. well. That, I, that's what I mean by last oh, week. Oh yeah. yeah okay. Okay. We're okay. still reflecting on yep, it yep, this week. Yep, yep, okay. Do not, he says, do not start. Start DJ Chark. Don't do it. Man goes Who, off what for what thirty six point seven points. And I started. Him. Was it Sheffield that said it? it?
0: I don't, I don't remember where you I were
1: laying it. the information, and I believed you. Didn't I was. Still, I still took a dub, a big dub, but you I could take a big fat dub. No, I didn't.
2: No.
0: no, you said you did start him. You told me
1: you no, started. No, 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 I didn't start DJ him. He's on Jack, my bench.
2: I started. I know I started him one week. He went off. That it was, was so. Week. Was that the week? I think that was the week. I have a
1: rather excellent receiver core. I'll talk my team up a little bit. I mean, I have I got Juju, Julio, and Cooper Cup. It's okay, like Julio it's, and Cooper Cup. Yes. It's like let me just Juju. Let me just hey. reach into this big old bag of S tier receivers, A tier receivers, a couple of B's sprinkled in there. I got Larry Fitzgerald on my bench. DJ Chark's on my bench. It's like well. I don't want to play this good player because I want to play this good player. Mm, so but it's a tough ask. Should have started DJ. It's really a really rough life, first world problems. I nice. tell you what. Again,
0: I'm just some of this information I get from other sources, and I kind of mix it with my own opinion,
2: which is the 49ers' opinions.
0: So. Hey, that doesn't mean it's always wrong, but that does bring up a good point with my starts and sits because it definitely relates to the 49ers. Because my top start this week is Matt Breida. Running back for the 49ers, 65 carries for 376 yards on the year, one touchdown, 10 receptions for 73 yards and a touchdown as well in the year. And he has seen the most production out of all the running backs on the Niners. There are four of them, by the way. So any of them could be a viable option if you really need them in a flex. No. But he'll be probably the top back this week as they take on the Washington Redskins, who are just in the tank for 2 bowl and almost lost to the Dolphins, who have allowed five rushing touchdowns and 14 passing. So expect him to be able to score a touchdown either on the ground or in the air. And my sit for this week is on the Redskins. Adrian Peterson, another running back, who's had 63 carries for 226 yards and a one touchdown on the season, mind you, going against the second-rated defense in the country with the 49ers who haven't allowed a rushing touchdown through five weeks. They are sixth in overall rushing yards allowed per game.
2: Didn't they allowed rushing touchdown last week against. Nope, a- Robert Woods. Was that a pass? I believe it was a passing touchdown. I swear the f- they had no no last week the first drive that wasn't a rushing. I'm was, sure it was, they had zero. Oh no, it was a reverse for passing, and that was You're right. It was touchdown. a
0: reverse. It wasn't a so. passing. So they've allowed one. Mm. They have allowed one. There's that grain of salt Tanner was talking about right there. Yeah, I don't.
2: I don't know. Grain of salt.
0: One rushing touchdown. Kind of
2: biased through five it's weeks. Kind of biased, guys. It so. is a little
0: biased. But I, I don't, don't mind know. that.
2: I don't know if you want. Have this? you seen
0: the guys on Good Morning Football? <laughs> I mean, come on, they've got a little bias in there too. It's fine. Yeah,
2: it's okay. But
0: hey, I, I still don't don't start it. That's what I would say. <laughs> Tanner, do you have any starts or sits? As Lavelle is bad at fantasy, so he says he never
1: wants to say who to start or sit. Certainly not DJ Chark. No. Either way, just because it's gonna bite me. Oh, uh, let's go starts or sits. That's a good question. I mean. I don't know. It didn't do much. I would say let's go with a, a fan favorite. If you have him, start Gardner Minshew, the man, the myth, the oh. legend, going against the Bengals' defense. Absolutely. This might be I the know. week of the Gardner, especially if you're starting quarterback as a bye. It's kind of a niche crowd, of course, but yeah, Gardner Minshew is going to have a, a good time against the Bengals, who are very bad team, just to Absolutely. put it lightly.
2: Maybe Mahomes against the Broncos. Oh, Easily. Okay, but Mahomes
0: is like an absolutely always start him. Yeah. Just the, don't even worry about it. The reason
1: it. you should have Mahomes on your bench – the only reason you should have Mahomes on your bench is if if, if there's a bye week. And that's yeah. like – Or if, if he maybe, somehow gets injured. That's oh. like literally – that's how good Mahomes is. Yeah, it's well, like if exactly. he has a bye week, it's like, I don't know. <laughs> I might still start him. <laughs> That's my how man, good Patty is. That man
0: being in the bye week throwing passes due to the receivers, still That's rack up saying. 50 points or something somehow. That's what I'm saying. Just on the practice field. But man
1: doesn't stop.
0: He really doesn't. Man's and hot. With that, I think we've come to the end of our fifth episode now. We've gone come a long way. Thanks to our guest, Tanner Frost, coming on with us. We'll nice hope to meet. have another guest next week. Next week. Hopefully. We'll work on it. Hopefully. We're not going to spoil anything yet, Lavelle. Oh, oh, Don't oh, talk fault, about my it. Fault, my fault. My fault. So this has been Austin West and Lavelle here, here on the Football Unfocused Podcast.